Hey, hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee. Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, let's get this conversation started. Hello. Hi. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I love it. Samantha just had to beat Josie this time. Yeah, I feel like I've never been first to say hello. So it's like, I got to jump in. <laughs> I let her beat me. Okay, okay. I rephrase that. Sure. <laughs> Competitive. I know. Sorry. I need that humility. Samantha, you won. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. How are you guys so, doing? We're good. We're good. Good, good. <laughs> Sorry, I know. No, no, no. I, I want to clearly depict what just happened. <laughs> and on my end, I hear my my mother walks in with a full full mask on because we're in Corona times. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was very very distracting. Oh, um, I just hear her in the background, Josie. Josie, I was like, that's Aunt Patty. <laughs> <laughs> too good but it's okay it's okay okay. because yeah just gotta roll with it what are we talking about (laughs) yes yes kaylee why don't you let us know what our topic is yes love it um so considering just yesterday by the time we're listening to this um we've celebrated divine mercy sunday um we are going to talk all about divine mercy this week and so basically um every the first sunday after easter Every single year, we celebrate Divine Mercy Sunday. Um, And the idea of Divine Mercy is just based on these revelations from St. Faustina. Oh, I can never say her last name. Kowalska. Was that correct? I think think that's actually pretty accurate. Good job. Yay. I can. Yeah, good job. Um, (laughs) But she had all these um, visions in the early 1900s um, that brought us to what we know as divine mercy now and in 2000 pope john paul ii canonized her um, (laughs) and during the ceremony he just declared that um the second sunday of easter is divine mercy sunday so like as he was um canonizing her he decided that so we just kind of were thinking we're like well the pope made this such an important feast day dedicated to divine mercy so it has to be important so why not dive into that and talk about like what's the big deal about divine mercy so mm-hmm. josie do you want to kind of share a little bit about that for us yeah yeah for sure um i love this topic so I'm super excited but um yeah so god kind of chose saint faustina to kind of be his messenger of mercy right um it, so he could like tell the whole world about his great message that he longs for each of our souls and just kind of like re-emphasizing what's already in scripture and what God already has revealed to us, but, um, just in a, in a, a, um, deeper way, I guess, for, for the times that we have today. Um, 
And as Kaylee said, he delivered these messages through kind of like private revelations and visions. Um, and they're compiled in a book called The Diary of St. Faustina. Um, but when asked, like, why divine mercy? Like, why is this important? Um, Jesus kind of addresses this in, to one of his uh, revelations to St. Faustina in, um, that's written in her diary. And I'll, I'll read that sentence now. It said, he says, um, in the old covenant, I sent prophets wielding thunderbolts to my people. Today, I am sending you with my mercy to the people of the whole world. I do not want to punish aching mankind, but I desire to heal it, press, pressing it into my merciful heart. Mm-hmm. So the whole point of like divine mercy is um, it should draw us into this loving relationship with our Lord. And it emphasizes like his deep and aching love for every soul. Um, and you often see like an image that you've probably all seen the image of divine mercy, even mm-hmm. if you don't know what it is. It's um, basically it depicts Jesus um, all in white with his right hand raised and blessing and the other ones like touching his heart uh, where there's two large rays. One is red and then the other's white. Um, and these represent like the blood and the water that uh, come forth from Christ when he's on the cross, right? So when they, um, when the soldiers pierce him with a lance, blood and water gush forth from his heart. And um, yeah, so it, it's just a great depiction of mercy. Um, and I think it's a beautiful image. It's like my favorite image of Christ. I have it mm-hmm. by my bed sta- stand and um, love looking at it. But yeah, so that's kind of like the whole, I guess, background of divine mercy, but we'll definitely be like diving into what that means in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm. love it. I feel like this is always something that I've like kind of struggled to understand in a deep break. Cause I've never read Faustina's mm-hmm. diary. I've always been very intimidated by it, even though mm-hmm. the quotes are great. <laughs> um, but I don't know, just kind of thinking about it and like praying about what to like discuss today. I was kind of just going back to the roots of like, what is mercy as a whole? Mm-hmm. And um, just the way that I've always envisioned mercy is just like this free gift given from God. So kind of just thinking of like, no matter what we do, no matter what we like, yeah, how, how hard we sin or like what, however far away we wander from God, um, he's always like wanting to extend his mercy and his forgiveness regardless because he loves us. So it's like, we don't deserve it, but he's like, but I love mm-hmm. you and I want you in this relationship with you. So I'm just going to give this to you anyway. Um, so it's just kind of like when we're the most unlovable and unforgivable that we think we are, he's like, no, but I don't care. I love you. And I want you back to me anyway. Um, so it's kind of, what I think of when I hear mercy, what do you guys think of with that? I think what comes to my mind is the prodigal son. Mm. And like, when you read the prodigal son, like he comes back to his father with the idea that he'll just work in his work for him as a servant and he's like but I'll at least be having meals and I'll have somewhere to stay and like that's Mm -hmm. like that's what we think right like oh well like I can just go to the I can go to God tell him like I messed up I'm not worthy um but maybe at least he'll like give me some protection like he'll forgive me like and we can have like a semi-good relationship but like what Mm -hmm. does the father do in that story he like is watching and waiting for his son to come home and when he sees him Mm -hmm. he runs out he rejoices and he's like we're gonna throw a big party because my son was lost and now is found and like that Mm -hmm. is what i think of when i think of divine mercy that like Mm -hmm. 
the father so longs to give his love to us. And it's like, it's the mercy that rejoices in the sinner's return home. Like, Mm -hmm. just like waiting to embrace you. Amen. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, I also just, I resonate with that, but with kind of the image of divine mercy. Like I said, Mm -hmm. it's like my favorite image of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because when I look at that image, I feel like he's looking directly at me and kind of like, you know, this blood and water gushing forth from his heart. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like him saying, this is for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I want you. I love you. And I choose you. And it's like every time I look at that image, like that's what I feel. And I love like the, the, the words I probably repeat to him most often are Jesus, I trust in you because I need to like remind myself time and time again. And so like when he, when I look at that image and I hear his words, like I choose you, I love you. Like my mm-hmm. response is like, yes, Lord, like I choose you back, Jesus, I trust in you. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like how, I guess how I, um, respond to mercy um for sure yeah so beautiful I love that in our um Mm -hmm. parish here they actually have divine mercy image like kind of set up to where you see it like it's like across from you as you sit and Mm -hmm. wait in line for confession and I've noticed Mm -hmm. that too in another parish so I don't know if that's like a thing churches do but I think it's so beautiful like as you're sitting there waiting to like sacramentally receive god's mercy that like Mm -hmm. that is the image that the church like that and the crucifix those are the images that the church has like given to contemplate as we are waiting to like return to the lord yeah samantha i'm glad you brought up confession because i think that like because divine mercy like its purpose is to draw us to repentance Mm to draw us to say tell the lord like we're sorry for our sins and completely turn our lives like back to him because i think And I think maybe this is a misconception in some people's minds of like mercy just means like, oh, you know, we're saved because, you know, Jesus died for us, like a faith alone type Mm -hmm. um, type mentality. But that is not the the correct way to look at mercy because mercy should should um, should require us like mercy requires us to turn our lives over to Christ. So it's not just um, like, Oh, just sit and be complacent in our sin because like we're sinners and Christ died for us and he loves us. So he's going to just like magically take us to heaven. Like, no, Christ died for you, opened heaven for you, but and he's extending this gift, this free gift of mercy to you. But in order for you to accept, you have to, first of all, you have to accept it. And return back to him and mm. repent and thoroughly want and try to amend your life, right? Um, are we going to be perfect? Like, no, that's why God gives us a sacrament of confession so we can continue to go to him when he, we mess up. And like, it's a process, but I want to like get, make sure it's clear that it's not complacency. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that. <laughs> Absolutely. That reminds me of like, well, it's just kind of, trying to wrap my mind around how to explain divine mercy and like what exactly it is. Cause I'm like, I feel like I understand it in my heart, but like how to get that mm-hmm. out with my head is yes. so different. Yes. So it's kind of like just researching some stuff on the topic. And I came across um, this website called the divine and I think it's ran by the 
um, Marian priests of the Immaculate Conception. It's mm. like they're they're MIC, like with Father Michael Gately. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget mm-hmm. the exact name of their order, so I'm really, really sorry. But yeah. Um, so the whole website, I'm pretty sure it was put together by them. And so they're the simplicity of like they just broke it down, like the divine mercy message as a whole, mm-hmm. we can be able to just remember it by remembering the ABCs. So the first step is like you have to ask for his mercy. So it's like if this is us having to act, we have to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't just expect to like I mean, yes, it's a free gift given, but we can't just expect that, like, yeah, it's just a one and done thing. We have to continually ask mm-hmm. for his mercy. And yeah. then um, B, we have to be merciful. So, like, we have to receive his mercy, but then transmit it out into the world and be merciful mm. for those who um, may have, like, caused us pain and caused us hurt and wounded us. Um, but he wants us to extend that love and forgiveness into the world since he's extending it to us. So, um, being merciful and then see completely trusting in Jesus. So like mm. all of these graces depend on our trust. Like the only way that we can, yeah, truly live in this like receptive receptivity of the divine mercy is just like trusting in Jesus that like mm. the more we trust in him, the more that we can receive that. So that's mm. like the ABCs of divine mercy, ask for his mercy, be merciful and completely trust in Jesus. Mm. So that's kind of, I love that. that. Yes. I mean, yeah. I heard of that. It's a good way to remember it. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that you guys are talking about makes me think, um, because I've been reflecting on, like, the idea of complacency and trying not to get stuck in complacency. And in this mindset of, like, well, Jesus loves me, so that's it. Like, that's one and done kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, And also fighting the idea that we need to work for his love. So it's like, both yes. sides of the spectrum, right, are yeah. like not what divine mercy teach. Like perfectionism and scrupulosity, and like I need to do something to receive His mercy. Um, mm-hmm. There's, there's actually like I like looking at it from the two like heresies because like those mm-hmm. are the two extremes, right? Mm-hmm. So like um, I had to teach a class for my RCA course, like kind of with this involved in. Like Pelagianism, I think, was the heresy where you thought you like he taught that you you could earn mm-hmm. salvation by your own works, like you didn't need God. But then like Martin Luther is the other spectrum who is like faith alone um, saves you and like you don't need works. And we have to be like in the middle, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So the great kind of both and <laughs> exactly. Yes. No. Anyways, continue uh, on, Samantha. But I thought no, that yeah, was I like a... that. Um, I was thinking that. Yeah, this idea either of getting stuck in complacency or feeling like we have to work for God's mercy and his love. But I think the reality is that, yes, we are loved. But St. Paul says in um, his letter, second letter to the Corinthians, the love of Christ impels us. Like the love of Christ Mm -hmm. truly received and truly like opening up to him and allowing him to transform us should move us to make a response with our whole entire lives to him mm-hmm. because it's like mm-hmm. it's not just a selfish love where we like receive it and we're like oh yeah i'm loved but it should be the love that's like i love you too lord mm-hmm. like how yeah. are we responding to that love and we should respond by being merciful as the father is merciful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no i think divine mercy is uh like you said samantha like it's a life-changing love right because if you Mm. if you receive if you do those steps like kaylee said um what were they asked ask for his mercy be merciful and completely trust in jesus 
Yeah, like those are life changing and it causes us to, it's not a one and done thing. It's a constant everyday um, repentance. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, a saint that's like really helped me understand mercy has been St. Therese um, because Mm -hmm. of just her little way of like trusting in God's love. And she, um, she actually really struggled with scrupulosity and like focusing on checking boxes in the spiritual life and stuff like that. Um, which is something that I have definitely struggled with in just like following the rules to a T. Um, and yeah, so she kind of really opened my eyes to the merciful heart of Christ and that like, it's more about, um, like doing things out of love for him rather than doing things to do the right thing. You know what I mean? Um, And just like, Oh, I know this is the right thing. No, I should do that. Be doing this out of love for Jesus. So yes. Yes. Luke is actually, um, my husband, Luke is doing 33 days to merciful love right now. Um, And so I was talking to him earlier today and I was like, Oh, we're podcasting about divine mercy. And Mm -hmm. so I like was asking him, Uh, about it and he said that one of the things that he has learned is the idea of consoling the heart of Jesus kind of like Mm -hmm. what you were saying Josie about like doing this out of love for Jesus and he was talking Mm -hmm. about how um, Jesus so desires to give his mercy um, and he's like saddened when people don't want to receive the mercy and so like by allowing yourself to receive it and being merciful, you're consoling his heart by allowing him to give what he so wants to give. And I thought that was such a beautiful yes. image. Um, just like, what can I do to console your heart, Lord? Yeah, it's almost like giving Jesus a little gift by, ex- I mean, in a weird yeah. way, by, by uh, receiving his mercy. Yeah, um, I think it's Mother Teresa that has the the I thirst prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, like it goes along with that. Like when she looks up off the cross, she sees Jesus, and he's basically saying, "Like I thirst for you." Mm-hmm. Like he he mm-hmm. died for each of us. He just wants us to re- return that love. Um, and I don't know, spending time meditating on that can be ooh, yes, deep. yes, <laughs> so good. And if you listen to Father Larry Richards preach it, <laughs> wow, that will pierce you to the heart. <laughs> so good. But that idea too that you're um, mentioning, Samantha, about consoling the heart of Jesus. Um, have you guys read that book? By the way, I've I have not. So I've done thirty-three okay. days to merciful love, but I haven't. Funny, done I'm the opposite. I have not touched thirty-three days of merciful love but I had done most of consoling the heart of Jesus multiple times. <laughs> I never quite finished it ever, but that's okay. Um, but it just kind of reminded me of that image of like, yeah, like there, there's a part in it where they um, say just like, um, or like, it's like kind of leading you through this meditation of like, you see Jesus up on the altar, like an adoration mm-hmm. and you just like are staring at the mantra. And so you just picture Jesus up there and like, just picture him like crying and upset because like, if you look around, no one else is there. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. probably not very many people there with you, but like mm-hmm. he desires to give this mercy to the world and there's hardly anyone there to receive it. And so it's like, there's this idea of you walk up to the altar and like get to console Jesus's heart. And it's just like, Oh, just a beautiful way of thinking about like um, just this image of like mercy is like, he just desires so much and so deeply to love us yeah. mm-hmm. that like, it actually, it pains him when we're not spending time with him and we're not like, um, being receptive to that. And so how we can mm-hmm. be those like, yeah, just that receptive vessel, um, in this world to kind of just take that 
little bit of consolation in Jesus that we can. And like when we tell him that we trust in him and we like open our hands to receiving his love and his mercy, then we're able to do that. So, yeah. 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 It's almost like makes maybe a good like prayer to reflect on in each of our own lives too, is like, how are we receiving his mercy? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, we can know, we can know all these things from an intellectual level and, you know, know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for dying for us, for your mercy. But like, how are we responding to that? Like, are we going to, are we spending time with Christ? Like he longs for us to do that. Like, are Mm -hmm. we giving that to him Um, and making it personal, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, guilt isn't always a bad thing, Mm -hmm. like when, you know, and I think that for me, especially, like if I haven't like spent enough time in prayer or like quiet time or whatever, it's not that I feel guilty. I mean, I used to be like, because I didn't check my box or whatever, but like now I feel more guilty because I'm like, shoot, like he loves me so much and I'm not spending the time I should be with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that's something all of us can prayerfully reflect on is like, how are we responding to that mercy? Yeah. I love what you were saying about how guilt is not always a bad thing because, Mm -hmm. um, our consciences are a gift. Um, yes. The, the church in the, I think it's Gaudium et Spes, one of the Vatican two documents. Um, (laughs) the church defines the conscience as like the most secret inner core of your of a person so it's like the Mm. deepest part of your heart and it's where we like our conscience is where we encounter god um yeah and i i think one of the um a saint who has helped me understand mercy a lot is uh saint augustine like when you read his confessions it's not like an autobiography like other like you would expect an autobiography to be but rather Mm. he's like looking back on his life and seeing all the places where he like made mistakes and like did these things and he's like praising the lord for like carrying him through all of those things to the point where he it was then like as a bishop and so it's Mm -hmm. like looking back on my life and being like i could have fallen i i he's like i fell so far and you still like loved me and redeemed me and saved me um And, like, uh, something that my professor said today in class is that, like, looking at the life of St. Peter, um, he was able to understand Jesus as Messiah and Christ, like, before, on their way to Jerusalem, before Jesus was crucified, he, like, proclaims and confesses Jesus is the Christ. Um, But he didn't understand Jesus as his Savior until he denied him and received Christ's forgiveness Mm. and his love. Mm. And so I think, like, as much as we don't want to, um, sometimes looking back at like our own sins and the places where we've been complacent and seeing just the great amount of mercy that God has given us in those moments, um, mm-hmm. like really puts us face to face with his love. And like, how can we not respond to that? Yeah. It's like the gift is so much sweeter when you, when you desperate, I mean, we all mm-hmm. desperately need it, but like when you've messed up big, like it's like yes. the gift is even like sweeter. Like when you realize mm-hmm. how much you needed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. we all need it. Like <laughs> yeah. none of us can get to heaven without God's mercy. Yes. So that's why it's like, we should just be constantly begging him for yes. that. Yeah. It's oh. so true. Hey, hey, we hope you're enjoying this episode. We just wanted to throw a quick plug in for our Beautiful Depths email list. Subscribers get a lot of free perks that others don't. Samantha, do you want to tell them what those are? Yep. 
Each month, you'll get a specially designed calendar, prayer resources, wallpaper sneak peeks, and an entrance into an exclusive giveaway. Josie, do you want to tell them how they can sign up? Sure thing. Just go to our show notes and click the link or go to beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Now let's get back to the show. Mm. I love it. Well, um, do you guys, I guess, have any practical tips or helpful resources for um, kind of diving into divine mercy in our lives and um, yeah, living out Mm -hmm. our call to mercy? Yes, I um, was listening to this video from Father Mark Mary, I believe is his name. He's a Franciscan Mm. friar. Um, and he gives this beautiful video, which we can link it in the show notes, about eight minutes long and just talking about forgiveness and divine mercy as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, but in it, he's giving like three tips for like, practically, how do you extend divine mercy in your life? Um, and so this is kind of like thinking of like that self-reflection too. Um, especially when someone's like really, really hurting you and you need to give them mercy, but you're struggling with that or like forgiving them that you're struggling with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the first thing that he says to do is to um, just cry out to God in like assistance for offering mercy to someone. So like even just like a quick come Holy Spirit or um, yeah, just like inviting, like taking a quick minute to invite the Lord into whatever it is that's on your heart of where you feel like you need to give someone mercy, but you're struggling with that. Um, And the second thing is looking to Mary as a model because she was able to, um, yeah, show us how to forgive and how to show mercy in the midst of like all these people who abandoned her son in his most mm. like desperate time of need. Um, so just like asking for her intercession and just like recognizing her as a model of mercy. Um, and then the third thing that he recommends is like when you pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet, we say, for the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Um, but instead of saying, and on the whole world, like, say it to like, for the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on blank, like whoever it is that you're upset with, like on my brother. Mm. Yeah. On my brother, on my sister, on my friend. Make it personal. Yeah. Make it personal. Put their name in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that way, you're actually like praying to the Lord for the Lord to bring mercy on this person. But also it's like opening this forgiveness into your heart as well. So Mm -hmm. that was so good. So I was like, oh, I love that. So that's just like a very practical way of how to like, in a sense, give this mercy that we've been given already once you've received yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you guys? What do you think, Samantha? Do you have yeah, um, I think a practical tip. Um, at the beginning of the year, Luke suggested that we um, do an examination of conscience every night. Um, mm. And so we, it's not mm. like a super like drawn out, I'm going to like, do a full-on examination every night but kind of just like taking a moment before we go to bed and thinking of like one thing that we shouldn't have done and like one good thing that we were that we did um and I think I think when you recognize like when you kind of force yourself to recognize your sinfulness and like your littleness um it kind of increases your desire for mercy and like being able to sit there every single night and say, Lord, I'm sorry for the ways that I've fallen today. Um, Mm -hmm. um, 
not to say that we shouldn't go to confession because we need to go to confession. Um, but we can still ask the Lord in those moments, like for forgiveness and like, say that I'm sorry. And then also mm-hmm. to praise, um, God for the good things that he was able to work in us throughout the day as well. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that's like a good, that's like been very fruitful for me to like, um, yeah, just to see myself in reality, um, instead of like mm-hmm. trying to blanket it up or like cover it up. Um, and then as a resource, uh, John Paul II's uh, encyclical Dives in Misericordia, which means rich in mercy, um, is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he kind of walks you through um, the parable of the prod- prodigal son. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful to like walk through that. Um, so, yeah. I love what about you, Josie? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess the, a couple things that I think are helpful. Well, so two books were super helpful for me um, in just learning about Divine Mercies. First one is 33 Days to Merciful Love uh, by Father Mark. It, he, he, Father Michael Gately, right? So, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. And then there's a little book called the, the way of trust and love, I believe. And it's, um, I think it's by Jacques Philippe. Um, don't quote me on, yeah, okay. Quote (laughs) quote me on that. Kaylee, back me up. Um, and that also was awesome. It's a smaller book, but, um, definitely recommend those two because those kind of just like opened my eyes to divine mercy and helped you understand them in a deeper way. Um, but then like practical ways to incorporate mercy into your prayer life. I think for me, like the image of divine mercy has been so powerful as every like talks three times <laughs> on this episode. Um, but just yes. like getting an image, like it doesn't have to be big. It could be a little prayer card that, you know, it's probably say like Jesus, I trust in you on it and just like put it somewhere where you can see it in your car, like on your mirror in your bathroom or by your bed, like before you go to bed, you can see that um, that's been super helpful for me. So I can remind myself like trust in Jesus, trust in Jesus. <laughs> um And then the other thing is like the divine mercy chaplet that we, I think Kaylee mentioned is an awesome prayer to pray with. Um, You can pray it like on a rosary. And um, if you haven't, don't know how to pray the divine mercy chaplet, we'll link um, some instructions in the show notes, but it's a beautiful prayer. I mean, it really only takes like five minutes. It's super, super quick and short. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. So yeah, I guess, I guess my, my thing is like, Divine mercy is just so, so important because like all of us, it's necessary Mm -hmm. for each of us to Mm -hmm. like respond to God's invitation and get to heaven one day. And um, I think like one of the greatest sins is like not trusting in God's Mm -hmm. mercy and not repenting of your sin because you don't, you think that you've sinned too much or gone too far. Like you have never gone too far until you give up hope in God's mercy, like God, God is constantly going to be pursuing your heart. So like, if Mm -hmm. you're one of those people, that's just like, I've, I've done so much, like, no, like you haven't, like God's mercy is endless, Mm -hmm. like, and he wants you. So, um, yeah. So trust in that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So good. So good. Um, and with that guys, our favorite question of the week Woo! What is a grace that you have received lately? 
well, in this um, time of pandemic, Luke has been working <laughs> from home. And uh, I, my life hasn't changed too much as a, an online student, except that I can't go to the library. Um, but it's been um, really nice to have Luke home and to be able to, like, he's a very diligent worker. So we're not, like, hanging out all day. But it's nice to have, like, little breaks um, where he'll come down come in the morning. All right, I'll see you in the break room. Um <laughs> And yeah, having little breaks. And like one of my big things, like in the afternoon, like my break is to take a walk around the neighborhood to the mailbox. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, this past week, Luke and I have been able to walk together to the mailbox. And it's been such a good, like, little joy um, in this time of pandemic when we can't leave the house. Um, So I love that so much. That's been my grace. (laughs) Yes. Love that. What about you, Kaylee? Awesome. Um, that's really great. I yeah, for me, I don't know. I was kind of torn on what I wanted to share, but I felt like as we were like podcasting, it just kind of kept hitting my heart. So um, I just kind of was thinking about um, this conversation I had with my best friend Emily a couple a week ago, maybe I don't remember when it was, but we were just kind of talking about um, how like there's just so much conviction now like in her heart because she heard someone talking about like the importance of mm-hmm. praise and worship and like praising mm-hmm. the Lord regardless of our circumstances like constantly just praise like that's mm-hmm. all we can do um and so I don't know I kind of just like was really struck by that and I was like you know I used to just jam out to Jesus music all the time and like praise and worship him like I have the silent time but I'd also do that but it's yeah. been such a long time since I've done that so just over the past, like, I don't know, over the weekend and such, I just turned on, like, my favorite, like, I even made a Spotify playlist of, like, the best Jesus jams because they're the ones that I like to sing at yes. the top of my lungs. <laughs> um, and I've just been turning that on and just praising the Lord. And I've done it, like, at least once a day for just a few minutes, even if it's one or two songs. And I'm like, I just feel this whole transition in my mindset mm-hmm. just from, like, yeah, going out of myself and just praising him regardless of like all these circumstances around me that I can't change. Yeah. So yeah. I like that a lot. It reminds me of um, (laughs) me sharing of something from my salvation history class when we talked about the battle of Jericho, um, that they didn't use any weapons, but they did a liturgical procession like seven, seven times around, (laughs) like for seven days or something like that. Um, and I remember my professor, when he lectured on that, he said, worship conquers walls. And I was like, oh, my gosh, uh, yes. yes. I love it. So, yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. It worship does. Con- conquers walls and maybe mm-hmm. Corona. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about you, Josie? What's your grace? Yeah, um, for me, the past week was uh, kind of hard just because, like, God kind of threw a big wrench into my plans for the future. Um, hashtag thanks, <laughs> Corona. Um, as I'm sure, like, many people are experiencing in big or small ways. So, um, yeah, so I know I'm not the only one. But just, like, my grace, I guess, is being able to remain focused, like, on the present and, like, truly, because I, I came home, I'm working from home in Florida, and just being able to be here and have quality time with my family um, has been the biggest blessing and just, like, trusting God's providence will lead the way, like, into my next steps. But, like, in the moment, he has me here and trying to enjoy the time I have. So, 
Um, yeah, so I'm thankful yeah. for that. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. So all the graces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Samantha, would you like to close us yes, in prayer absolutely. today? Um, I would like to lead you guys at the very, very beginning of St. Faustina's diary. There's this really beautiful prayer um, about surrendering your whole entire life to God's mm-hmm. mercy. So I'm going to read that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. When I look into the future, I'm frightened. But why plunge into the future? Only the present moment is precious to me, as the future may never enter my soul at all. It is no longer in my power to change, correct, or add to the past, for neither sages nor prophets could do that. And so, what the past has embraced, I must entrust to God. O present moment, you belong to me, whole and entire. I desire to use you as best I can. And although I am small and weak, you grant me the grace of your omnipotence. And so, trusting in your mercy, I walk through life like a little child, offering you each day this heart, burning with love for your greater glory. St. Faustina, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That prayer is like exactly what it's I needed. It's so good. <laughs> I remember reading it like a few years ago. And as we were preparing for this podcast, literally like two minutes before we started, I was like, we should read that. <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. Also, Samantha, this is totally off topic, but I did want to say, have you ever thought of recording an audiobook? Because you have a wow. great voice. Thank for that. you. Okay, so it's really funny that you say that because one of my dreams is to um, be the voice of an animated character or I or record an audio. Yes. So, you know You could do both. Do you could do both. both. We'll see. <laughs> Epic. so thank you Josie yes. for affirming me in my oh. dream <laughs> you're welcome yes. oh sweet well, friends thanks for thanks yes. for podcasting thank thanks you. for joining thanks for listening yes. this is so great <laughs> go receive yes, mercy yes. go go receive mercy mm-hmm. amen, amen. <laughs> bye. bye friends bye Thanks for listening to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. If you love what you hear, please leave us a review and a rating. Preferably a five star. (laughs) On iTunes or wherever you like to listen. Your reviews help more people hear about the podcast and come to discover the truth and joy of Christ, which is what we're all about. And also feel free to follow us on all social media at Beautiful Depths and subscribe at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Until next week, stay holy, friend.